0: Hey guys, welcome. Thank you guys for coming on. Um, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Xander. Thank you, Mia and Roy. Um, I'm just going to start off by saying I've known Daniel since I was in preschool. We went to school together and we've always been friends ever since. Daniel, how do you know Mia and Roy? So Mia went to Jewish summer camp with
1: me. Um, actually, I met her brother back in 2016 first. Um, I met her brother um he was actually my colorware captain coach in camp and he was always really nice to me and when I heard his little sister was coming to camp I always wanted to become friends with her and we've always been friends since so yeah
0: how long ago was that summer camp when was that
1: So actually Mia came the last year um of our camp which was 2019 and we had a unforgettable summer we created a relationship that will live for hopefully in eternity but besides that we've always hung out in Israel she's always treated me very well and if she comes to America she'll see the same but besides the fact we are here to talk about your guys's experience in in Israel
2: it's been like a nightmare I think it's been hard you know like everyone knows someone that is missing or, or dead yeah or kidnapped um, yeah so uh, it's being so hard. Like uh, we are doing a gap year in a kibbutz in the north of Israel, and right now we are at home. We don't have any activities. Uh, it's okay to go outside uh, of home. Uh, I don't know. I I'm <laughs> very panicked uh, of the situation.
3: So you're not even allowed to leave the your your place. You're not able to leave the place right your your house right
2: now. No, we are. No, we can, but... But if we have an alarm and we are, like, in the streets, so it's a bit dangerous, uh, you won't, like, to be in the situation.
3: How did you guys, like, find out about... Like, obviously, like, how did you... What was the, your first, like, warning sign when, when they invaded?
2: It was uh, on Saturday, last Saturday, uh, 11 days ago. It was at 6.30, like... I think, and we woke up in the like, early morning. Uh, we didn't realize like what's going on. We didn't understand. Everything was normal and quiet uh, in Gaza Strip, uh, at, like the past few months, I think. We didn't have any alarm or it was okay. And then we woke up and we were, we were like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then uh, we saw like videos on Telegram. Uh, of terrorists that broke the uh, the wall and came in into Israel and we said we said like no it's it's like a night like it's it's a terrible um, movie it's not going on it's like not, not it's happening not uh, there is no chance yeah. that it, that the situation is real and then I have a friend in my gap year he calls Mechina, if you heard about it um so it's one year
4: before the army
2: yeah, yeah. we go and volunteer. And learn about our country. And traveling the country. Yeah. So we both do it. It's like not so common but it's common. Uh, we have also Hunikim, which is people from the United States and the Sweden, and Canada and yeah. England. England. Yeah. So it's like all over the world, Jewish people uh, that wants to do Tava, like army, or if they don't so they won't like force them. But I, I have a friend uh, who lives in the same room as I do in my gap um, And she lives in Nativa Asara, which is like on the border. Uh, it's like 100 meters. I think it's, I don't know, in miles. Um, but uh, she was like stuck in her shelter for 30 and 30 and a half hours uh, because the terrorist was like in her town, in her uh, moshav. Uh, and she couldn't leave the moshav, the mamal, the shelter, because uh, people were murdered, uh, 20 actually. Uh, so it's like crazy. She didn't have her phone. She didn't have any service. Um, so yeah, that's crazy.
1: What's your like initial protocol when you hear those alarms go off?
2: Like what do you mean about it? Like say it uh, in a lower <laughs> language.
1: What is your first like instinct when you hear those alarms? First you just
2: panic. Go
4: to the yeah, you panic <laughs> and then you go to the shelter. We, uh, we must Where are they located? Like is there
2: Okay, so in each and every house in Israel, uh, you must have shelter because you know the situation is But yeah. Not no, in every house you have shelter. Like 90% of the houses, you know, yeah, the, all, all the new ones must so You go to have. like a
3: neighbor's house?
2: No. So, I have a shelter in my house, uh, android too. This is the shelter. Yeah, yeah we we'll yeah. sit in it. If you can see, there is like a metal window, and the the glass is like thicker. And then we have this thing, which is an oxygen machine. If you have like
4: a smoke yeah, inside smoke the room, and, or poison, uh, you
2: know. So, um... so we like, we panic. Uh, I have panic attacks from uh, the syringe. Yeah. And the allowed, so it's being hard for me. Um, but like, you panic, you like don't realize what's going on, and then you run to the shelter. Like, my dad just uh, told me that when people hear the the Syrian alarm, they panic, and this is more dangerous. So it's really scary. You can hear it like really loud because everyone must hear it.
0: How is everything in Israel? Is everything shut down?
2: Uh, kind no. of, kind of.
4: Not
0: really. Yeah, not, not,
2: not really. Here. but but kind of. Yeah, we we live in the center of Israel. We live next to Tel Aviv. If you know what where is it.
3: So your streets are fine. Like
1: there's no damage by you guys.
2: No. No, hope, not here. And hopefully, not you in stay like that.
1: So Mia, you're very thankful. You're, you're very like blessed to have an amazing boyfriend right now that looks over you and spends time with you. What would your situation look like if you? since your brother is not home right now, what would your situation look like as being by yourself alone during all of this?
2: Um, it's scary, you know, like I, I already said, but like I have kind of panic attacks from alarms and, and war and stuff. So I think if Roy wouldn't like be with me, it will be it would be like really hard for me. Uh I just cried today to my mom because the situation is like a nightmare, uh, like a really bad one. Our neighborhood, we have two that was missing and then they found. So it's like messed up. I didn't think that something like that would happen. Uh, not in this like count of of bodies and of people who are injured. Uh, so, yeah.
1: This is definitely so real and so... It's, it makes me open my eyes. What do you have to say to the people that don't believe in this? That there, there's a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of like false propaganda being spread. So what do you have to say to that?
3: Yeah, I feel like there's like a lot of sides and there just shouldn't be any sides. I mean, it's pretty obvious that like our whole time Jewish people have been oppressed and, I, and it's amazing how we keep on moving forward and how we all stay strong together. And I, I think it's really important Um, How are we able to like find hope in like the darkest of times? I think that's something that Jewish people have always been able to do. So like, how are you guys feeling like morally? Like, are you, is is there any hope? Is there good spirits over there? Is it all just
4: kind of dim? All of our uh, community here uh, in our town and in all Israel is very committed to the soldiers and the people that... uh, had to leave their houses because they can't live there uh, anymore. And um, people donate a lot of money and go and volunteering in.
2: way too?
4: Yeah.
2: He he like uh, collected money like donates and uh, donate it to uh, soldiers and bought some stuff to like. Yeah,
3: I saw that. I saw people handing like soldiers food, like as they're leaving to go attack or go help defend. Yeah, that's pretty inspiring.
2: Yeah, we are really united. I think Uh, we can see that. Like everyone wants to help, and uh, like everyone has like found find his job. How can he help? Uh, And I can say that my brother is a soldier, uh, and right now he like. He already finished his uh, soldier, like his career as a soldier, uh, and then they called him, like drafted him uh, to help. He, he, him, yeah, he called me Yeah, he called me
4: Until uh, uh, the age of uh, forty, yeah, the army can uh, ask you to come and serve your country as yeah. a soldier.
3: Yeah, like a draft. Yeah, exactly. Did you did you ever serve?
2: Uh, no, not no. yet. We, we are doing a gap year before army um, service so like in next one, year. yeah in september or october you're going to be soldiers yeah august our friends already soldiers like uh, uh, some of
3: exactly the- it's mandatory is that so how do you guys feel about that is that something people look forward to or or not looking forward to how's that
2: like think about you when you finish high school, so you expect to go to college. So we are expecting to go to Army.
3: But exactly, is it exciting or not at all?
2: I think so. It's like a new part of of your life. It's like a new beginning. Uh, you meet a lot of people from all over the country. Uh, you do like a job that helps your country. And
0: are you excited for it?
2: Yeah, I yeah. I know what I'm my, what I'm about to do. Uh, I'm not. He is not but I might go gonna be a, an instructor of simulation for pilots. Uh, it's like yeah. teaching them how to fly. Like, how do you like a pilot? Like, uh, yeah, activities. my sister, yeah, I that too. Yeah, he's a big sister. Uh, oh, I might be in something called Modin, which is like collect information and uh, yeah.
3: Well, yeah, so like obviously in America, um, it's not mandatory, so. It's pretty, it's pretty humbling and inspiring to see like, just high school kids coming out of high school to be ready to go. And, dude, I think it's really good for I – th- I, sh- I think it should be mandatory, honestly, because I feel like it not only does it make you a stronger person, but it also gives you kind of a purpose to give back,
1: which I think is very important. So that's very inspiring to hear from you guys. So now we're going to switch into the controversial topic. Yes, this is their most controversial podcast they have ever done. But both Tanner and Xander are both proud to be Jewish and represent Israel. That's what they've told me. And how do you view the Palestinian war? Like, how how do you guys see the war? Do you guys see that it's Israel against Palestine? Or do you see it's Israel against Hamas? Israel
4: against Hamas. Yeah. Yeah. There are are many uh, civilians in uh, Palestine that don't want it, yeah. like they hate Hamas, uh, they think that they ruined their country, it's not a country, but
2: yeah, it's like the, the their size area. Of, of Israel, Danny, you've been in Israel, so it's like a city in Israel, which is really small because like,
4: no, it's a big city,
3: yeah,
2: it's a very but big like, city. think about well, it, compared that, to
3: like the whole thing, yeah, yeah, like
2: Miami, I think, like Miami is bigger than, than Gaza, like, yeah, but I have to mention that our, uh, like, my father, when he was a child, he went to the supermarket in Gaza to do shopping. So before Hamas, like, took over, like, controlled Gaza, it was, like, Palestinian near uh, Israelis and it was, like, fine.
3: Were they able to come over, the like, the border? Yeah,
2: yeah, there were no borders. And then... Many years ago. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, they separated... Uh, Gaza from Israel because uh, Hamas took over, yeah, and then uh, the things got uglier.
3: (laughs) But see, that's the problem. Like, I feel like, I feel like that was a, a lot of people say, oh, we like trapped them. But at the same time, we were just protecting ourselves because we knew exactly that Hamas took over. So it would be stupid not to protect protect yourself? What would you do in that that situation? You'd protect yourself.
4: I'll tell you what. Egypt didn't want to take the Palestine to their country. Nobody in the Middle East wanted the Palestine. So we needed to understand how we handle it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when uh, things got a little bit heated, um, we had to build a, a wall. And, uh, and separated them uh, from our society because it was dangerous.
2: I have something to, to say that they edu- ed- educated Should by you? Hamas. They educated to hate Jews. Like I, I, I'm sure that the Palestinians that are really like kind and good and they want the best for for them and for us. But if you are educated to do something from where born, so. Like there's no uh, chance that you'll love Jews if you educated to hate to hate them since you are like
3: a baby. Yeah, exactly. They don't know any difference, so they're getting yeah they're getting brainwashed.
2: And uh, there are 150,000 Palestinians that each and every day uh, cross Across the, the border, border and come uh, to work in Israel. And we because they can't them,
4: work there. And we there. supply
2: them uh, water and electricity and uh, gas.
4: Yeah,
3: don't we help them? I've seen videos. The people that come over, don't we feed them and help them? Uh, Yeah. But if we were to go over there, they'd just kill us. What? Like, if we were going to go, if we went into Gaza, they, they would have no remorse. But if they came, someone, like, were to come to Israel, like, would we help them?
2: No, we we they are not allowed to cross the border. Like, if, if, if I'm Palestinian and then I'm coming to the border and I'm, I can cross it, just if I have like a visa that I'm working in Israel, uh, so I can cross the border and they can walk and eat and and do stuff. Not sleep. Not sleep. Need they, they need to come back, back and, and in the morning. Come again. back again. How do
3: they know if they come back or not? Like, what if they never come back? Do they look for them?
2: So this is like a thing from from Israel. Yeah, this is like a suspect of of a terror attack.
3: Oh, uh, that's suspect them.
2: Yeah, but like, but they like it's a big like there is a big security and it's a process that you need to do and like to. It's very hard to get uh,
4: permission to work in Israel.
1: So when you hear the word apartheid state, what do you think of? Like when people call Israel an apartheid state, that means that it's basically segregated.
3: Yeah, like like he's basically asking if they are completely blocked off, is what he's asking. Like were they were they separate? A
4: bit, because we need to be careful. Uh, like
2: the past can't let us like let them do whatever they want. Uh, you know, like just one year to... ago, at the main main street in Tel Aviv, called this one of the main uh, streets in
0: Tel like in Tel
2: Aviv, and uh, there were several uh, terror attack uh, that
3: shooting, yeah, shooting uh, at people in...
2: that just like. Crossing the road.
3: Yeah. No.
4: Exactly.
2: If the past like showed us that we can trust them and everything can be fine, and, then know, it would be a different ter- story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so definitely. we won't
4: build a wall.
2: That's the problem.
4: Things would be the same as they were uh, 25 years ago.
3: Yeah. But the problem is, I think that I I I would always believed that every country has like the right to protect themselves, and if and we were definitely in danger, and and here's proof of it that we were always in danger because it ended up. Even our protection was even good enough, and there's the evidence for it. So it's fun. It's not funny, but it's it's interesting when people are saying, "Oh, we separated ourselves from from Gaza. We left them." But but no, like we we had every right to protect our state, and we only have Israel only has one homeland. You know, like the Jewish people have belonged to one place, and there's like they have way more.
2: I saw a post on Instagram that says. Each and every country has its own to protect himself, except Israel. Like if we protect uh, protect ourselves, our country. So everyone says that uh, we are a terrorist, and we are uh, murdering Palestine for no reason. But like, look at this war. Okay, I know that that like uh, the IDF uh, did some attacks uh, to like against Hamas because uh, they, they started the war, and we have more than. Uh, uh, thirteen hundred of people who died who killed uh, who who were murdered uh, so we doesn't have our like right to protect ourselves because like the whole world are like saying that we are uh, murderers and we are uh, I don't know but like we like from the their side like we we don't have the, this right
3: they would never understand. They can never no. No. we're we're privileged, yeah, you can't put Being you can't see long. from your side they're they're naive,
4: yeah,
1: so I had a little complication at school. um I was trying to do a fundraiser as a simple dress up day um at my school, everyone pays three dollars to a a credible charity during dress up days, and I wanted an impromptu dress up day down day to wear whatever you want and support to the IDF. We asked for different organizations like the Magan David, the y- yeah. Um, and they told me we don't, they, they, they always tried to delay it. They said, Oh, you can't have like, you need to plan their dress up days. So then I saw last year, there was a earthquake in Turkey and they did a dress down day the next day to raise money for the Turks. And it shows like whenever the Jews have a problem or something, we're always silenced. Do you think it's
0: just because the Jews are having a problem, that's why they're silent?
3: We've been opposed or everybody's been learned to hate the Jews Oh, this, that, this, that. I mean, I saw it was disgusting. I saw a lot of people at my school. I wouldn't say I was friends with them, but I knew like I followed them on Instagram and A lot of people were saying like free Palestine, not a lot, but majority of people were standing with Israel for sure. But it was just scary to see that. Like I had connections to people who, I mean, literally supported terrorists. I mean, it was scary.
0: I don't get what the free Palestine means if they're the ones who are the terrorists.
3: Basically what they're trying to say, well, Hamas is the terrorist, but basically what they're trying to say is that we, we, um, the Israel kind of. Made Palestine like a prison, like kind of separated themselves. But we only did that just because they were trying to kill us, and we're not they. I mean, I don't want to be so Hamas. And look what happened. We were right. We were literally right. They did. They did kill us.
4: So like
2: free Palestine means that like before... it's a trendy thing. What? It's a trend. No, like people like...
4: that don't understand yeah. say free Palestine because the people they know say it because they don't know. Also,
2: yeah. but like like Palestine... they don't know the facts. Palestine is a name from Bible, uh, but it's like an area that concludes Israel in, uh, in it. It Israel was formed, founder. yeah. It was founder, a uh, founder. So, like mo- a lot of Arabs, as you know, uh, live live here, Lived in this whole area, and then they told us, like this no, so they area all... that we are, uh, um, we, we like. Uh, took their land and it's uh, not Israel, it's Palestine. Uh, but as, as I said at the beginning, we live together. Like it was fine.
0: So what happened? What was the big thing that after after
4: the Holocaust, uh all the of people, Jewish people, needed a place to live, a safe place to live, and Israel is the place. Like
2: from the Bible.
4: Uh... Since the Bible, it, it was uh, the the uh, our. Um, our land
1: yeah yeah holy land yeah and we developed an amazing nation they're saying from the river to the sea they don't want peace they want the whole country they're greedy i'm gonna say something crazy right here but there's no such thing as palestinian people before 1948 there were jews christian arabs living in the british mandate of palestine and before that it was the ottoman empire right my great-grandparents my grandparents have a palestinian uh, passport That doesn't mean that I'm Palestinian, you know, they created their own ethnicity and we built a culture and their, and what they're doing right now, after the Holocaust, the Jews didn't go back to Nazi Germany and knock on the fucking houses of the Germans and say, give me my house back. I used to live there. No, they went to a holy land where they felt safe biblically. There were Jewish people there. They, and they built an amazing nation, a sovereign nation the only democracy in the Middle East. And it's crazy how the left and the liberal, like, it doesn't matter who you are, but if you're more progressive and you're more accepting, how could you accept terrorism? That's my question. How could you accept terrorism? But I was trying, I was trying to pull up a photo of my, of my grandpa's Palestinian passport. It says British mandate of Palestine. It's right here. All of you guys want to see. So what does he say? Have you,
3: have you spoken to him about it?
1: Yeah, so Gold in my. So I was list, I was listening to Golda my year. She was what prime minister, the first prime minister of Israel, yeah, no and anymore. she
2: was doing the war. Uh, of Fifty Yom years Kipur. ago, uh, Yom Kippur, if you know what it means, uh, it's like
1: a... Yom Kippur.
4: It's uh, it was exactly fifteen years ago. Um, it was uh, at seventy three. Seventy three. 1973 uh-huh. uh, And the same thing happened. Um
2: there was the government information, um, yeah, uh, they were worried about it, uh, they didn't listen, and that's what happened here, but like this time we didn't have like a lot of information that we, we did. We, we, did. we
4: still said. don't know how much information we had yeah. this year, uh, but I, I think we had.
1: So living in America, it social media has stressed me out so much. Have you felt like deleting Instagram from like seeing what people have posted or like how, how, how do you feel about social media in this war?
2: Like I don't have any news apps <laughs> in my phone because I'm too scared to see like that there are alerts in the southern, uh, southern area uh, like Gaza Strip or something and it's like far from my house like I'm afraid of it. And at the first day of the war, uh, my sister, my big sister used to had a telegram, uh, and she saw like bodies of, of soldiers and videos
4: of Jewish, uh, girls, uh, eh, yeah, yeah, like, Israeli girls, uh, getting raped, eh, yeah. uh, and their and
2: bodies, they are terrible,
4: dead. terrible videos, like, terrible.
2: They, they, they came into Kibbutzim and shoot Cows and and, and, dogs.
4: and dogs and
2: cats and like innocent animals
4: and children, and, and, small and children.
2: Aliens, it, it's like terrible. And she saw that, and then uh, at the same day, her her boyfriend uh, was drafted, and she started crying because she saw the videos and the pictures. And then she decided to delete it uh, because it's like doing a scar in her uh, soul. And yeah, it's like. We avoid uh, watching social media
4: because in Telegram you can post every video and every photos uh, without
2: like it's being... not censored. It's not censored. Yeah, and I I just like uh, watch and like see uh, over social media just like uh, explaining videos. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, of explanation of Israel, uh, things like that. I don't want to see any videos or pictures. No. It's like terrible. It's too hard. And and if I can like if I watch uh, the news with my parents and I I hear like a story of of a a girl that I don't know something happened to her family, her boyfriend. So or like like someone who lives uh, in Gaza Strip or that something happened to him. So like it's doing me like. I I I want to
3: cry. Yeah, no. You have every right to feel that way. Yeah. I totally understand. I I think also um I'm not sure do you guys remember the movement Black Lives Matter in America?
2: Yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, so that's something that's been that frustrated me a lot. That's just I, I don't understand, but Black Lives Matter has been supporting Palestine throughout this whole thing um pretty publicly and I just find it completely like contradicting. Um I mean a lot of like white people obviously of course supported Black Lives Matter when it all happened and now they're basically the whole thing was to, like not to oppress people and now they're oppressed, now they're supporting the oppression of Jews. It makes it just doesn't make any sense. That's something that's been going on here. It's not that as important what's going on over there, but I think that's um, I think that's a pretty big voice for a lot of people. like a lot of people look at that organization and when they see that, they kind of, it's like propaganda, you kind of don't know what to support. So I think that's also another factor like that needs to happen. Like the silence of big celebrities and the silence of people
1: that have a, have a voice, they need to speak up. So what is one message you should say to all your fr- friends and family and everyone that we know in America that they should know?
4: I think you need to fight for the innocent of Israel. And do you there. feel the support do you feel supported yeah, from course.
2: yes yeah and I, like i feel from danny like you're the best uh <laughs> but like my friends from camp are like writing me every day and uh, like like checking in with me and uh, like lovely and and like making me feel safer when uh, i see the support and i know that many. Uh, of people like from the U.S., my, my mom's friends uh, or family that I have, uh, like donating money like to Makenda Vida Dom, which is uh, like the ambulance and the all, uh, medical treatment, uh, or the IDF, which protects me, uh, so I can feel safer. I uh,
4: okay.
1: My family on Thursday is having a fundraiser and I think already 50 people are coming to my
0: house Tanner, your family is invited, and we're all raising money, too.
2: Oh, my God. Thank you.
0: Mia and Roy, I have a question for you guys. For the people who are going to watch this podcast, how can they help? Like, what can they do?
2: Asking in. Like, checking in. And the facts.
0: Well, yeah. Checking in the facts.
2: No, like, checking with us oh. and, like, checking the facts before, like, you go and shout for Israel or for Palestine, like, for both sides. Without uh,
4: knowing what's really happening.
2: Yeah. So... Check the information. Don't say anything that, like, you don't have any base for it or, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, As you can see, like, Danny did, like, a research. Uh, He came with information and and so do us. So, if you have, like, any questions, go and check us if you want uh, or, or like, with Google. Uh, Don't go and say things that you don't know the source of them and, like, show support. If you you really believe in yourself that, that, like Israel is right or Palestine is right so show your your side like like be with us or, or with them I, I don't know yeah
3: no i think roy said it really like really well it's like, it's kind of feels like a trend to say to say people don't know what's going on they're just people are posting some people are posting free palestine some people are posting stand with israel it just feels like a trend like but it but it's not it's 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 terrorism
1: zionism has been like a movement and an ideology way before nineteen forty eight. Someone named Theodor Herzl, he grew up in, I think, Russia. He was a he was a Jew. Um he he had this movement to to have the holy land of Israel back to the Jews before World War Two, before World War One. Um the Jews were always oppressed. We were always the minority, which we still are today. And despite all of that, um after the World War II, we signed some stuff with the United Nations, the British promised the Jewish Holy Land, and Israel was established. And ever since, uh, people are saying that we kicked innocent civilians out of people's houses and all this stuff. But if you look at it like this, the Jews have always overcome through terrible situations, right? We've always succeeded. And my question is, do... The Jews, we still remember and we never forget, which is super important, but we always, we always strive to do our best. No, that I already said it once, after the Holocaust, my, my great grandparents were living in a refugee camp in Cyprus until they had a land to call home. They had no, I don't even know how to explain it, but.
3: Oh no, yeah, and we always stick together. That's like another thing. We always stick together. Jews always stick together, which I
1: think is really powerful. And you look at it like this, like the Hatikva. What does it mean, Hatikva, in English? Doesn't mean hope.
2: Yeah. No. The hope. hope.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's the Jewish national anthem, the Israel national anthem. It means hope. And I think one of my friends, Andrew Panster, he asked me, "What does it mean to be Jewish? Or what Jewish values do you think all Jews like have?" Kind of. And I say hope and having a family.
4: I would like to say one more thing. Um, the difference between Israel and uh, Palestine is that in Palestine, children educated to hate Jewish people. They educated to hold the gun. And um, ever since they are young, they are told that if they're going and, and get killed doing a, a terror, terror attack, attack.
2: They they're going to die. Shahirin.
4: Shahirin, and gonna, and uh, they die and go to heaven. And they're in heaven there are 72 virgins that waiting for them like it's it's messed up you know children need to have their childhood
1: the, the difference between israel and palestine is israel we care about our lives we're not willing we're, we're willing like every state in the world
2: i'm sure that they care about our about lives they're
1: they're happy to die in the name of Allah. they're martyrs not not all of them yeah not, not all of all them. them it's really important to
4: say
2: yeah like as we said hamas is taking control of palestine but in palestine there are palestinians that, that support I, I,
4: israel no and
2: i don't yeah. There is. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah. a
4: lot of Palestinian but people that support, support Israel
2: Hamas.
4: and love Israel and hate what Hamas is
1: doing there, um, but they're also the Hamas people. Yeah. I believe this war isn't a war on Israel and Palestine. This war is calling for the destruction of Jews, and you always have to be proud to be Jewish.
2: I have a question to you. What's up? How do you feel as Jews in the USA? Yeah. Like, in the, these
1: days i've never been more proud to be jewish and just in the usa but it's also scary because i see some people that i'm acquaintances with mutuals with on instagram this and that and they're posting crazy stuff crazy stuff i'm with I mean, xander
0: i see people who are posting stuff who have no clue like what they're talking about like they don't know the facts there's going on with the trend like what you said
3: a lot of ufc fighters tanner
0: and as being jewish the
1: worst thing that is happening to us is we're being silenced. So it is our job to post on Instagram and it is our job to not be silenced. That's why everyone's been swiping up on my story. Oh, you're, you're posting this for clout, all this stuff. It's not for fucking clout. This is for my people. And this is what I believe. So all you guys that don't like Israel, you guys should not like me.
2: <laughs> and that's so important like to post things and, and to raise the, the awareness. Like of Israel, uh, the Israeli side, and that's so important.
0: Is there anything else you guys want to say, like before we wrap it up? I don't think that anyone supported um,
4: Al Qaeda, 9-11.
2: Oh, ISIS.
3: Yeah, it's the same shit. Exactly, it's the same thing.
4: Why? Why people support Hamas? It's the same thing.
3: I'll tell you why. Because they've been they've been taught to hate Jews. That is why. They're, People in this world have been taught to hate Jews and it comes from education, it comes from the parents and it's it's been happening for generations. And-, and
1: it comes from the radical right to the liberal left, you know?
3: Yeah, but- no, we have to stand up for ourselves and we have to stand with this and we have to tell the truth and we have to defend ourselves because it's gonna go on for, I mean, this is not gonna be the end of it.
2: And I have something to say. I just posted on my uh, Instagram, on my story, a post that says, how does raping a woman free Palestine, like, people say free Palestine, okay, but like, how does raping a woman, it's free, woman. yeah, it's free Palestine, or how does slaughtering baby is free Palestine, or shooting dogs, or uh, beheading uh, buddies, or kidnapping uh, teenagers, crazy. People went to, to dance on a festival, and just got shot, 5, like, 5,000 people like, shot got shot no not 5,000 no like, yeah
4: 200 got killed 200 that we know about yeah and some of them are still missing
2: i have i have someone that i know that went to work to be a, bu- a bartender how do they say it, yeah, yeah bartender. Uh, and uh, she she tried to escape uh, at the first alarm that they had uh, and she got killed
4: she was missing for yeah. four days five
2: For for eight days eight
4: days their, yeah. their uh, her they family didn't know if she's killed kidnapped. or kidnapped, and after uh, more than a week, uh, they found her body.
2: And she has a sister in our age.
4: She's in our 18. school,
2: uh, yeah. And Another one that uh, is at the sixth grade, uh, and I know her mother. She was my uh, like sport teacher, my like, sport instructor at school at elementary. Uh, so I know her really well in uh, her family, and uh, another from our uh, for our age group uh, from high school, her father uh, was missing. He went to the beach and then like was uh, missing, and then they found his body yesterday. He's,
1: he's the thing I find so beautiful about Israel is no matter who you are, you are welcomed in Israel. Like if if like if you're legally in the country, for me, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't see myself at a pride parade in America. I just don't know why. But in Israel, um, in 2022, I went to the pride parade. Um, Mia, I hung out with Mia after. Or did you come with? Did you come with?
2: No, I, I couldn't. No,
1: you you could. She okay. But no matter who you were, if you were gay, if you were Jewish, if you're Arab, if you're Christian, if you're straight like me. Every single person went, but it wasn't, it wasn't to like celebrate being gay. It was to celebrate the freedom of being a human being in a, in living in a democracy and actually being who you can be, which I think is so beautiful. I think is so beautiful. And you look at it right now, Iggy Azalea went. Right. She she was one of the featured artists and they were there were all these different artists. But now I see right now they're not sticking up for the people that they were that they were sticking up for in democracy and freedom two years ago. Why aren't they sticking up now? Crazy situation. And this is my first ever podcast and it's probably my last because I'm not the best speaker. But no, you I would like
2: as an Israeli, like you speak amazing, Danny. Really, it's exciting to hear. you
1: It's so impressive, Mia. If you didn't know, she's trilingual. She speaks English, Spanish, and Hebrew. And Roy speaks English and in Hebrew. Did you speak another language? (laughs) No, still, but still, learn just English. Like for me, is really hard. I can't imagine knowing three languages or two languages. Yeah, it's very impressive. Very impressive. And I would like to say thank you to Tanner and Xander
0: for having me on this podcast. Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you guys for coming.
2: Thank you so much. Like, thank Lenny, you. Thank very you. Much. And Tana Resender, thank you so much. Yeah, we love
3: you guys. We're we're here with you guys.
1: And I would like to say like the biggest 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 thank you and I wish I could give you guys a hug and I'm praying for your people for Israel every single day. I'd like to say thank you to Mia and Roy because they are the best. They're fighting through this. And not only emotionally, physically, and mentally, they're doing it on social media. They're educating people and they're talking to me. You know how hard it is when you're getting an alarm and then replying back to me. That is amazing. That shows like how much you care for other people and how good of people you guys are. So I'd like to say thank you to you guys also.
4: And also how much we're very um, used to it (laughs) in the past days. Yeah, Yeah.
2: like yesterday we had four alarms, and now we had. Three in one hour, and then we couldn't like. Then he wrote me like, "Are you free to do the podcast?" And then I wrote him, "No, just have like a big boom because there no. were like alarms. We we heard it like it was quiet, it wasn't in our zone. It was like a neighborhood next to us, uh, but we heard like a crazy boom of a rocket, <laughs> and so we couldn't. Yeah. Well,
0: thank you guys so much for coming on. It really means a lot. I learned a lot from you guys. Thank you. My
1: mission is hopefully the whole world is educated about this. And fuck Hamas. Hamas is ISIS. Fuck you, Hamas. That's all I have to say.
0: All right. We're going to end it right there. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank guys. you. Thank you. Yay. Thank you.